Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of Stop the BS. Um, divisional round weekend. Very, very important episode. Um, last week we had wild card weekend, and I don't know what else to say, really. It was it was fucking wild. Swank's got his little Houston H-Town made. Him and my dad were chirping at each other for like an hour and a half after the game. Not an hour and a half, like a good a while. 10 I sent in one text and then I just muted the group chat the rest of the night. And I just saw I had to. And then later I looked at my phone and I saw like 25 notifications from you and my dad. Yep. Like, How to defend the, the throne, man. How to defend the throne. If you are, if you're listening via Spotify, I held up my 2023 Texans playoff towel, which they gave out at the game. Um, and I'm sure you guys knew I was at the game. Remarkable game. We'll talk about it a little more in a second. But yes, Connor. You know, you know, I would say I'll say remarkable for you guys. The Browns fucking sucked. And not only the Browns, the rest of the games besides the Lions Rams game sucked. Yeah. Every game this weekend was terrible. And I'm hoping because all these divisional matchups are beautiful. They look fantastic. I'm hoping that we could finally get some good fucking ball this weekend. Yeah. Because that was the only game where I'm sitting there like, wow, this is playoff football, you know? Seeing the fucking Packers beat down the Cowboys, that sucked. Seeing the Bucks beat down the Eagles, I mean. The Eagles. I mean, it, I thought the I thought the Cowboys game was pretty entertaining, not gonna lie. Seeing Jordan Love out there go dice and dice and slice for I guess the team that hasn't lost at home in two years. To me, that was pretty entertaining. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was terrible, man. Also, I'm so we're not upset. gonna talk about your Super Bowl prediction. I think I'm that needs so to come upset, up. dude. I'm so I'm done. Come on. I'm I'm done with the Cowboys. I'm done. You should two have been done in five years ago, bro. Come on. Two years now. in a row. What did I tell you? You you were talking Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. I'm like I, I didn't even want to say anything. I'm like, what do you expect from these guys? Look, it's I'm going to sit here shit. and say this. Look, last year was really dumb. This year, they looked like the best team in football the entire season. They looked like the best. Not if true. If they were at home, they were the best team in football this entire year. That's a big if because you only play half your games at home. They were they they were they did not look like the best. Yeah, team but they had they had a route to be home the entire stretch of the playoffs. That's, That's the thing. That's the thing. Yes, if but no. Looked, if the Niners fell. Well, yeah, if the Niners fell, which I don't know. They might now. I don't fucking know. The NFL's weird. They might. That was the only way that they were going to lose, in my opinion. That was the only way that I could see them losing was to the 49ers because they were dominant the whole season, and then it just fucking crumbles. Dude, I swear to God, they're cursed. There has to be a curse. There has to be. I don't think they're cursed. I think they just need a change of management. You can change all the coaches and shit you want. But dude, Jerry <sighs> Jones might need to consider some things. And when it's been 30 fucking years since know you made that's the, problem. the NFC championship game, it's been 30 years since they made the NFC championship game. Some crazy shit like that. No, I know. It's weird. questioning the upper people, including the guy who runs the whole team. It is. But I mean, because you look at the talent, old. you look at the talent on the field. CeeDee Lamb had his best year ever, ever in the NFL. Dak Prescott, incredible season. Incredible. Dak probably but, had his best year ever. Yeah, and he was dicing people up. Their defense lights out. They looked great the whole year. And right when the playoffs come, it just goes out the window. It just goes out the fucking window. I feel really bad for Cowboys fans. I do. The ones that aren't defense, I I feel bad for them. They don't need to fully... I don't feel bad for them. 
The ones oh, that are doable, yeah, you also live in fucking Texas and you have to deal with Cowboys fans every day. Let me get something straight here. I'm not trying to hate on the Cowboys. I actually don't mind the Cowboys. Okay, I got some buddies for Cowboys. Fans. I was I wanted them to beat Green Bay. I wanted a Texans Cowboys Super Bowl. How fun would that have been? At the same time, I don't feel bad for them because each year after year after year, they have the opportunity. They just don't do it. No, agreed. They, agreed. It's got to change. Just, Shit's got to change. The Cowboys are the best regular season team ever. And then when the playoffs come, it's just all out the window. They're the best regular season team ever. Exactly. And they don't need to completely scrap and restart like the Bears did, like the Texans did. Like you no. see the commanders are going to start doing. They don't need to do that. But instead of making the head coach quarterback contrarian change, maybe look yeah. higher than that. You um, it, it, It's you, time. Do you see all this talk about Miami? About Because I'm bringing this up, and one of the rumors is that Dak Prescott to go to the Miami Dolphins. And where does Tua go? I've seen. Home, sitting on the fucking couch. Well, that's not going to happen. Tua's well, a no, starting he goes somewhere. He goes somewhere, obviously. But that's that's one of the things that I've been fucking seeing is Dak Prescott in Miami. Because I, I think, think that everybody can agree, he did not have a good game against the Packers. But there are a lot of teams in the NFL, including myself, that I would pay a shitload of money to have a quarterback like Dak Prescott on my team. And I think you should. I think you should. But when yeah. it comes to playoff time, when it matters, he doesn't show up. No. He never shows up. No, he doesn't. Never. It's, he doesn't. It's been proven that he's so not show bad, up. It's so bad, dude. It's just, it's unexplainable. It's really unexplainable how bad they are. I don't know how Mike McCarthy still has a job right now. He's gone. I'd give it max two more weeks. He's gone. Yeah. yeah I, I don't get that. Um, also around the NFL, the head coaching carousel. I'm shocked that Jim Harbaugh is taking interviews. I thought that it was instant that he was going to stay at Michigan, but I'm really pissed off because there's one fucking team out there who they have an average head coach, an average head coach. You know, he's not bad. He's not good. But when there's Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, Jim Harbaugh, Ben Johnson out of Detroit, all available in one offseason, you put your name in the fucking hat and you try. You try and get a head coach. And that team, what team do you think I'm talking about, Ryan Swankowski? Swankowski? Uh, I'm not sure. Who is it? That team is the fucking stupid Chicago Bears. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. I, I, I wish that they fucking got Jim Harbaugh in the office. They locked the fucking door and they didn't let him leave until he signed a contract. Coming back to his former team to win a Super Bowl after he just won a won a national championship at his former team at the University of Michigan. It was a Cinderella story. It was perfect. It was literally once upon a time. It was the perfect storyline ever. And no, fucking unbelievable. Um, what other wild card game that I really want to talk about? Buffalo we'll get dominant. Look at your phone. I'll take over. I'll talk Buffalo. about Buffalo here real quick. Dominant. Uh, Sent Connor a very important message. Um, Buffalo dominant indeed. And I think we all saw, we all saw it coming and <laughs> he's kind of just flipped me off. I'm going to reset his mic. Um, he said, your mic is shaky when I'm talking replug replugs. Not when I'm talking. Wild. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you're talking, your mic's a little shaky. It's a little, plug sounds kind of crazy. It's a little, it's good, but it's not great. Um, Buffalo from start to finish, even though Pittsburgh brought it down to seven points, I mean, just completely dominant. I mean, I knew that the Steelers weren't winning that game. I knew you didn't think the Steelers were winning that game. I bet 99% of the people in America knew the Steelers were not winning that game. 
I mean, what did you expect for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, nothing. Me, it's nothing. just, it's just, dude. The energy in Buffalo is is building. It's building. I hate it. I hate. I hate talking about the fucking Buffalo Bills, but the energy is there. Okay. Well, we're gonna get into our our, our picks later. We won a little if bit. You say Buffalo. Um, I swear. I swear. Yeah. Chiefs also look you're, good. you're back on them. You're back on the Buffalo. Oh, I got a great story. Can I, can I give a little story time? It's about the Chiefs game, but it's not about the actual game itself. I got a good story. So, okay. Um, I came back to school on Monday, but on Saturday, that was like my last time hanging out with my hometown friends before I came here. And we went to the local Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the Chiefs game, you know, had a couple of drinks. It was a good time. Had some good food. Um, and you know how that was a Peacock exclusive. Yeah. I do. Yeah. So, I'm bored. I'm sitting there. I'm on my phone and I accidentally click a screen mirror. And I see one thing on there called Roku TV. So the Chiefs game is on almost every screen, every big (laughs) screen in this fucking Buffalo Wild Wings, right? And I, for some reason, in the back of my head, I'm like, there's no fucking way that they would put this on the public Wi-Fi. There's no way, right? So I fucking click the button. Audio stops every screen black, every single one. And it just says Gregory's iPhone and the code on there to connect (laughs) to the TV. And I'm sitting there at the employees fucking running around the restaurant looking for the guy who's doing this. And I'm sitting there just holding my head down like I can't fucking even crack a grin right now. Everybody's yelling, Gregory, Gregory, get your phone off the TV. Oh, and this place was fucking packed to the brim. We had to wait 30 minutes to get seated at Buffalo Wild Wings, which was wild. So then that's wild. So then I make a plan, make a plan. I'm like, okay, right when the clock hits fucking zero. Right when the game ends, because this was in like the second, this was like the beginning of the second half. I found this out right when the clock hit zero. I'm playing some shit on the TV and I changed my phone background. So I wasn't on there, you know, because that's why I couldn't do anything right away because I, I would have been shown on there. It would have been a picture of me as me and my girlfriend as my phone background. And then they fucking look around for me. So right when the clock hits zero. I go on to Roku, connect immediately, and I had it loaded on my phone, Five Nights at Freddy's jump scares, and on every <laughs> fucking TV for about 15 seconds until they, dude, they had they had to have had somebody holding a remote ready to turn it off, because I swear to God, second it connects, you see Freddy fucking jump at the screen, and then it's off immediately. Nice. Yeah, so that's that's my little story about the Chiefs game, because we were bored watching the game, it happens, it was awesome. I had a really good weekend though. Besides besides the Packer so did game, I. besides the Packer game and the Texans game, I mean betting wise, I had a great weekend. Two first touchdown scores. Two of them. I was pretty and the wow. Eagles game. And I missed on the Eagles game too. And I still had a good weekend. Dawson Knox plus a thousand and Rashid Rice plus seven fifty. Pretty wow. damn good. Yeah. And both those games I actually hit on the spread too. So I was happy. I was very close to having an unbelievable gambling weekend. Very, very close. Had a six-leg parlay in the Texans game where the the one leg that I missed was Flacco. I had underpassing yards, but I had Collins touchdown, Schultz touchdown, um, Texans money line, Stroud to throw t- two or more touchdowns, Flacco to throw one or more picks, and then fucking Flacco under yards. And, of course, is, I missed out on 300 there. Is, um, is DraftKings legal in Texas? I placed the bet when I was in Colorado. 
DraftKings oh. Sportsbook. The Sportsbook. Boston That's so Colorado. weird that sportsbooks aren't legal in, in uh, Texas. That's so weird. I, yeah, you're telling me. But anyway, then I did a prize oh. picks, five legs, and I needed Nico Collins to have four more yards and Dalton Schultz to have three or two more yards. I hate that. I want to won $300. It's classic. It was classic. I was like, you, you guys got to be fucking kidding me over here. Yeah. Anyways, great weekend for me because my fucking Houston Texans are traveling to Baltimore to take down the fucking Ravens. Dude, Happening. that's a crazy game. That's what happened. We should have had fucking Josh come on here today and talk a little Ravens Texans. That would have been fun. Happening. But um, before we get into our picks, um, a little bit of NFL Eagles got to be talked about. Eagles have to also be talked okay. about. But okay. you go ahead. Um, a little bit of NFL draft stuff. So the declaration deadline, we'll call it, was on Monday. So everybody who has declared for the NFL draft has officially declared, including. The quarterback prospect, the man who's supposed to be the man himself, Mr. Caleb Williams, declared for the NFL draft, even though half of the Bears fan base said that he was going to be a diva and wait till the last day, even though Justin Fields waited until the last day, too, when he was fucking drafted. Um, I'm in a really weird spot. I, I, I need some help with this because I'm in a really weird spot. Apparently, the Chicago Bears can get a first-round pick for Justin Fields. I it's saw good. that report. I mean, are we really believe, believe in ML football or whatever the fuck it is? No, it was Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper from ESPN. I still don't even believe Mel Kuyper, bro. Dude, he's like I, the I biggest draft analyst out there. Mm. But look, but look, you're it. If there's a world where that's true, right? Because what team is going to trade for Justin Fields? The Atlanta Falcons. We know this. It's the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe the, Steel- the eighth overall pick. If, what year is this for Fields? Is this a contract year? Um, we have to sign on to either his fifth year option or not. It's his fourth year. He's going into his That's fourth year. So, so let me get this straight. The Falcons are going to trade an eighth overall pick for Justin Fields, and the next year have to pay him what? That's twenty five million dollars a year. That's what. That's what they said. That's not what that I said. Be that's what they the said. Worst move in football outside of the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Oh, it would be fucking terrible. It would be. It would be, one of the best things ever. Because look, here's the thing: if you're Ryan Poles. And you can have the first overall pick, the eighth overall pick, and the ninth overall pick. You fucking do that trade in a heartbeat. In a fucking heartbeat. Even if you can get any first-round pick, one through 32, you can get any first-round pick for Justin Fields, you make that trade. Because that that changes the Chicago Bears right there. Would you right take there. a second-round pick for Fields? Yeah, I'd take a second-round pick and some goodies, though. Give me a fifth. Give me a Just seventh. a second-round pick. No, give me a fifth and give me a seventh with the two. Give me a couple other goodies in the back. I don't think you get Fields for a first. Not right now. I don't don't think you could. I mean, dude, you look at the NFL, it's such a weird spot because no trade has really been done like this in a long time. No trade has been done like this in a long time. Okay, so outside of the draft pick status, the first-round pick, whatever, do you want to see Justin Fields get traded? Just answer the question. I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. I think that there's positives to both situations, and that's the hardest part. Both sides of the Chicago Bears franchise right now are positive. You keep Justin Fields, you get Marvin Harrison Jr., generational talent wide receiver, and you build up that offensive line with your other draft picks, and then you're good. You get Caleb Williams, you get Roma Dunze out of Washington at nine, and get whoever the hell else you want in the draft. You're good, too, as long as Caleb turns out to be half of the prospect that he's supposed to be. It's it's a weird spot. It's really it's a really weird spot. 
This team was three 10-point fourth-quarter leads from the playoffs this season. And they're fucking idiots. That's a lot. That's a lot to say. Come on. Every single game, the Bears had a 99% chance to win. And they blew every single one. Shit happens. It does happen. But it doesn't happen to anybody else. And it only happens to the team who wears the fucking blue and orange. And that's Bears. Also, I saw this. Um, Hard Knocks. The three teams that can be on Hard Knocks this year. Guess who they are? The Bears are obviously one of them. Or else you wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, it was one of them last year, too. They were one of them last year. But they're going to say no. Because the McCaskey family, they won't let that happen. I'm going to say the Bears. I'm going to say the Seahawks. No. This team was also, uh, I think the rules are, you have to have a head coach for more than one year. So it has to be a head coach at least second year. Um, You can't make the playoffs the year before, I believe it is. Bengals. No. Let me look up the hard knocks. It could be so many teams, bro. It could be so many teams. Just drop the teams. Here, I'll give you the exact rules. Hold on. The rules to be on Hard Knocks is the only way that you can't be on it is if they have a new head coach, they've done it within the past 10 years, and they've been to the playoffs in any of the prior two seasons. So it's not one year, it's two. Um, it can't be the commanders. So it's going to be some like kind of crappy team. Potentially. One of them is going to surprise you. And I think that it would probably be the best hard knocks. Well, I think the Bears would be the best one because of the whole Green Bay situation. Nope, they were no. in the playoffs this year. Um, it's a weird question, dude. The Giants. No. Not a bad I guess. I got no fucking idea. The Jags. No. no I'm, I'm out of guesses. You got to keep going until you get at least one team. Come on, bro. Uh, the Colts. No. Close. I'm trying to think of teams that haven't really made the playoffs that have a head coach for more than one year. Uh, um, the Buccaneers. Saints. There you go. There's, there a, go. there's another Fucking one. Finally. And then I the did last not one was see the, the Saints. Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Oh, my God. Th- those are three just horrific options. Awful. Awful. What do you mean? I think the Saints is just nobody cares. I, don't I think the Broncos the and the Bears are both good. I good think the Broncos options. would be good in the sense that, one, they're poverty. Two, we'd see Drama. some crazy shit. Drama. Yeah. That's Drama. why. That's why it would be good. That's the same reason for the Bears. Drama. Quarterback situation. Nobody likes Caleb Williams. They say he has an attitude problem. You get to see the inside of that. I think you guys are keeping fields. It's probably my final guess. Really? You don't, Dude, you don't I have don't your whole see a world stadium. Where... You don't have your whole stadium chant. Keep fields, and then you don't keep fields. I don't see a world where we keep them. I, Trade I just back. Don't. Trade back. I don't see a world where we keep them. You can, you, can, you can change your franchise by trading that pick back completely. And you could change your franchise with Caleb, too. You you could. Or you could trade could. back at even more picks and crush your picks and your goal. Yeah, but here's the thing. I wouldn't want to trade back because I want Marvin Harrison Jr. If If we're not going with Caleb, I want Marv. Okay, well, you can trade back from what, what? What numbers do you have? One and three. We'd have to trade back from one, two, three. We'd have. To you have one back. and nine. Is that correct? Yes, that's the only way that we'd be able to do it. Is if we, we trade, trade back, back. Yeah, trade back the one and get the three. Who's the Who's the third right now? It's the commanders. commanders? It's It's us, Patriots, Commanders. So that's the only way that would, we'd be able to do it is if we trade back. Trade back one, one spot and trade back two spots and add on a second round pick or third round pick in there and get your guy and there you go. 
Dude, people are saying that even if you trade back in that top three, that it could be a lot. It could be a fucking lot to trade Dude, back in that top I three. I say I would do that in a heartbeat. I would. Well, do I don't it. know. You see, and that's why it's such a rough debate because at the same time, Roma Dunze is going to be a fucking stud too. And him and Caleb together, you got DJ Moore obviously on that offense. Cole Komet had his best year in the NFL yet. So did DJ last year. And you build up that offensive line of free agency, and he's got a good offense ready to roll. It's a weird spot. Yeah. It's it's a really weird spot to be in. But um, speaking of a team who's in a very weird spot, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, let's get off the Bears talk. Um, <sighs> fucking straight up. I don't know I what to another, say. I need another. I need another opinion from you. Just straight up, are the Eagles firing Sirianni or not? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You think yes? Well, wow. Yeah. I, I, I got I got like two things to say about Philly. Number one, it's inexcusable what happened this year. It's actually inexcusable. Now, you see, I think one of the biggest reasons why this fall off was so massive is when you lose both of your coordinators. When you lose your offensive and defensive coordinators, they go and get head coaching jobs. It's rough. And that's why Sirianni is going to get fired, not because he's the worst coach in the world. They need a restart. They need a reset at the head, at the coaching. Their coaching staff needs a reset. You lose your offensive and defensive coordinator last season. You're fucked. You were fucked. You, so why, you were so why fire the head coach then? Just restart. You say it's not really his fault. You can say restart. he lost both his DC and OC. Once he lost the fucking locker room too. That's the one thing that happened to Sirianni. I don't think that Sirianni is that bad of a coach. I think that he lost the fucking locker room. You could tell. Did he lose the locker room or did the locker room lose him in the sense of AJ Brown being a fucking diva? It's a like mix of both. Kind of stuff no. no, 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 no. This the 49ers killed the Philadelphia Eagles. The 49ers, the San Francisco 49ers are the reason why the Eagles have been fucking terrible. They are the reason why they beat them down in Philly after they were going crazy. And after that, everything went out the window. Everything. It was done. The Philadelphia Eagles were done from that point right there. From that game, they were done. And it sucks because you look back at the first half of the year, so many good wins. So many. They they didn't beat teams by 100, but they had a lot of good fucking wins on the resume, man. They had a lot of good wins. And I think that Philly, I, I will say one thing, though. Philly fans wearing bags over their fucking heads in the stadium. That's such loser activity. You were in the fucking Super Bowl last year. If you if you have seen your team playing yeah, Super Bowl over the past 12 yeah, that's years. Some, that's some beta mentality shit. That I is. That's that. fucking stupid. Hey, I went that's on a whole so rant about it yesterday. It's fucking dumb. I, I think that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. Dumb. But yeah, I think um, they're in a weird spot. What do you think? Yeah, they're absolutely in a weird spot. I mean, the, like I, we said for four weeks, the, their identity has gone. Maybe Sirianni has lost the locker room. I think he needs to stay one more year. That's my personal opinion. You can't hire a coach for two years and first year lead you to the Super Bowl. Second year lead you to the playoffs. Yes, you fell off, but you still went to the playoffs and you fire the guy. It, it does not seem like something you should do. I know there's an overwhelming sensation that the fans want him gone and maybe some players want him gone. I say go get your OC, go get your DC, have one more year there, and if it fucking fails, then get him out of there. But I think he... Yes, there's a lot to blame on him, but there's also a lot to blame on the players. Hertz was not playing up to par at all. He did not no. play the MVP Jalen Hurts we have seen. He's got the weapons. He's got DeAndre Swift, AJ Brown, and freaking um oh my god, why am I blanking? Devontae Smith. Weapons. Those are high caliber weapons that in and, and Hertz should be 
at a much higher level, and especially in his last six, seven games than what he was playing at. So I think Sirianni's catching a lot of the hate, as he should, but maybe it's a little too much. I think some of the blame should go on the players. So I think there's question marks to be noted on the Eagles, but I think you just keep Sirianni for one more year. You believe in Jalen Hurts one more year. You go get your guys, and you run it back. One more year. That's what I think. Well, now also you have a big, a very big hole to fill on that offensive line with Jason Kelsey. That's the one reason why I felt bad for the Eagles. I love Jason Kelsey. He is such a good guy. He really is such he is. a good dude. Um, he's just a perfect like dad type of guy, you know. And I he's think great. That, he was sexiest I, man. Don't know how that happened. But. <laughs> I think that if Jason Kelsey's retiring, I think there might be a shot that Travis does in the next year or two. Potentially. Yeah, I, I think there's a shot that the Kelsey brothers are done with the NFL. Jason, he's going to find his way onto some show, though. He's going to be on like one of the pregame shows on some network. He's going to stick around the NFL. There's no, absolutely. Him or they both, they both are. They both will. Yeah. They both, no, they will. both will. They could totally have a show on ESPN, like their podcast. They could totally have that show on ESPN, then, too. What What are your thoughts on McAfee here? Because he said he wasn't going to have Aaron Rodgers back on. And then the next day, he has Aaron Rodgers on. The dude has the same guests on every time. I like him on game day, college game day. I think he's. Oh, I love him that. on college game day. That's that's but his environment. Man, his, that's his environment for sure. I love him on that. But man, his show to me is not good. Not good. I think it has its moments. You see, I rarely find myself sitting down and watching like sports TV. I rarely do because I go on my phone and I see the clips from every show, the highlights from every show on there. I scroll on TikTok and I get first take. I get McAfee. I get the Kelsey brothers. I get fucking everything, you know? Right. And right. what it seems like on the Pat McAfee show, because sometimes when I'm eating lunch at home at school, and I'll fucking throw it on the TV, you know, if there's nothing else to do. And right. those are just the highlights of the show. Those are those are the moments because it, it's the drama. It's the drama with the whole fucking Aaron Rodgers thing. And sometimes it looks like he's trying to start drama. That's the biggest and, red flag that I've seen out of them. And and I wish the show the show to me is just strictly not really entertaining. Yes, you have Aaron Rodgers on. Yes, you have JJ Watt on. And don't get me wrong, I love listening to JJ Watt, obviously, as a Texan fan. But these guys come on there consistently. I'm not trying to see Aaron Rodgers talk five days out of the week. I'm not even trying to see him talk one day. Well, no, they have Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays during the regular season. He comes on every Okay, Tuesday. but I'm seeing Aaron Rodgers on that show way more than I should be. Well, yeah. That's a fact. I think that's a I fact. think when Rodgers is playing, when he's playing, that is really good to have him on on Tuesdays. That once okay, a week. I think but he hasn't good. played all season. Well, also he had hey, this year I'm he had Saban, he had Nick Saban on every week shit. this year too. Saban was Saban's great, and reoccurring guests are fine. Maybe change those guests. To me, I, it's it's losing me. I'm not entertained anymore by it. There's I don't love their kind of studio setup. I don't even know those other guys who are talking. AJ Hawk doesn't even talk. He just AJ Hawk just sits there. I'm not trying to really hate on the show, but for me personally, it's not. It's not. I don't know. I like. I like show. watching the clips. I I'll never sit down and the watch. Clips a are fun. Show, the clips are fine. I like fine, watching the clips. I do. They have some pretty funny moments on there. Maybe they that's some pretty. I'll go improve the show on on yeah. ESPN. I'll go improve every ESPN show. Maybe that's what I'll do with my life. Oh. They 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 have some pretty funny moments on there. It, it's a good time. I don't know. I yeah. dude, college game day is his perfect atmosphere. That is perfect for Pat McAfee. Absolutely, he is that a is perfect. perfect college game day guy, and he separates. And I love how they started doing the um, younger guy. I love how they started doing the day before they do the show 
on the college campus on the game day set. Yeah, Pat and the field goal thing is good. Awesome. College game day is great. It's great. Yeah. College game day is probably the best show in all sports. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't know. Either that or inside the NBA with fucking Chuck and the boys, dude. That show is fucking comedy. I hate the NBA. The NBA oh, but dude, you can't hate inside the NBA. That that I, no, that I don't group, hate inside the NBA. Yeah, that group of yeah, that group Charles is Barkley iconic, and, dude. And, and Shaq and yes, and yeah, yeah, Ernie Johnson. Yeah, they're great. But the NBA blows. Okay. Uh, That's the um, best show. Connor ever. did not That's record probably the best sports show ever. Connor did not record an episode with me. So I didn't know who he picked. Thank you for that, Connor. Uh, I went five and one. Picked, I went five and one in playoff prediction. I think picks. I went I went three and three. Yikes. I had Texans, Chiefs. Um I did not have Packers. Oh my gosh. But I, I had Cowboys. So I had Texans, Chiefs, Cowboys, Lions, Bills, Bucks. And I crushed it. I crushed it. There you go. Um this week. We got four games, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I I like this setup. I got a question for you. Would you rather next week? I'm looking ahead to next weekend, right? Would you rather have both of the conference championships on one day or have one on Saturday, one on Sunday? One on Saturday, one on Sunday. Well, because they're back to back on Sunday. You know the reason why they do that, not Saturday, Sunday, right? So that there's no thing with the Super Bowl saying, oh, they had an extra day. Before the Super Bowl and that all is that smart. Bullshit. I mean, that is that is smart. Then that's why I also don't but, like the Super Bowl starts at five thirty. That game should start at like seven o'clock at night. The Super Bowl is such an antics show. I just wish it was football. It should be football. It's just no, I like the Super. It. I like the Super Bowl a lot more than the college football national championship. That's fair. I think that that show is all fucking antics, man. Halftime I mean, should you not admit, be though, the Super Bowl. I, the Super Bowl halftimes are great, but just yeah. like, the whole like three day media thing and like this parade it's just, it's just like a lot. It's like a dude. Lot I saw this on. really long video from somebody who was at the national championship, like they went, and they said it was the worst football game they've ever been to. Yeah, because apparently, like, you know how it's like three minutes, three minute and thirty second long commercial breaks during the game. Yeah. They said that they had some DJ there who would like play over the student bands as they're playing during the commercial breaks and it was just dumb and they said it was supposed to be they tried to make it like a celebration of college football and he's like yeah they would show fucking ohio state highlights and oregon highlights and everybody would be booing like why he's like it wasn't a celebration of the two teams it was a celebration of all college football which is dumb i think that it should be at the rose bowl every year I was, that was what I was about to say. Um, NRG Stadium is great. I love it. Obviously, oh, it's my looks home awesome. stadium. It's great, but not for college football. It's not a college football stadium. It's the pro football stadium. And I agree. I think the championship should be in LA every single year. I would. I think everybody would like that. The NFL should host a Super Bowl again at the Rose Bowl. They should, they should have a Super Bowl at the Rose Bowl again. That, yeah, the Rose Bowl, I agree with Kirk Herbstreit. That is a great take by Herbie. I think yeah. the championship for college football should be. You see how you see how Florida season. State fans like want to kill him. Like they are they are on like a headhunt for Kirk Herbstreit. Well, they can do whatever the hell they want. They had NIL uh, violations. They missed the playoffs. They lost to Georgia by fifty. They can do whatever the fuck they want, man. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Quiet down, um, Florida State. Yeah. Here we go. Um. First, divisional round game of the weekend, three thirty p.m. on a Saturday. The Texans time slot, as people are starting to say in the NFL playoffs, because the Texans, for some reason, like every playoff game, it's always been the Saturday 3.30 spot. Uh, they play against the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Um, Well, here we go. 
CJ Stroud, incredible it's my, it's game. My time. Actually, you go first. Yeah. CJ Stroud played an incredible game against the Browns. Uh, the Browns defense did not show up. They just did not fucking show up. They looked flat. They were getting beat on almost every single route. It was just atrocious. It was atrocious. And I'm thinking about it here. I think that this game is going to be down to the fucking wire because people have underestimated all year long how good this Baltimore Ravens team really is. And they've and they've undermined how good the Texans are. But this Baltimore Ravens team is that fucking good. They they are fucking wild. And I think that Lamar Jackson, he's angry. He's pissed off. He's been in the playoffs before, hasn't been able to do much. And I think that he's finally ready to show what he could do in the playoffs. I'm taking the Ravens here. 34 to 32, taking the Ravens. Okay. Um, okay. I like the high scoring pick there. Ravens, by the way, mm-hmm. depending on your site, nine and a half point favorites, nine point favorites. They're nine. Quick little oh, yeah. I'm taking the here. Texans plus nine. I'm taking the Texans plus the nine. Quick little recap here. The last time the Ravens played a playoff game at home and were nine point favorites or more, they yep. lost yep. to the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. Yeah. So just going to throw that out there. Okay. Here's my little segment now. The Cleveland Browns walk into Houston thinking, yeah, they got a rookie quarterback over there. They got a rookie head coach. We beat them three weeks ago. Flacco went crazy. Here we go, Browns, right? Fuck no. It was a demolition from almost start to finish. Yes, the first quarter was a little back and forth. But man, oh man, Stroud didn't have to do shit in the second half. Nothing. He had three touchdowns in the first half alone with 200 yards. Defense got back-to-back pick sixes. That stadium was fucking popping. It was unbelievable. I was losing my mind. I kept saying, like, I kept saying to Allison, I'm like, I cannot believe what I'm watching. Since when do the Houston Texans, I just grabbed my mic, that's how passionate I am. Since when do the Houston Texans blow out a team in the playoffs? You got an answer? No. Good, because the answer is never. Never seen it happen before. Back also, to back they've pick only sixes. been a team for 20 years. Absolute dagger. 20, 22 years, actually. Yeah, 22. Like, absolute 22. dagger. Absolute dagger with the back-to-back picks. My prediction before the game was that Stroud would throw three tutties, Blacker would throw two picks, and the Texans win by three. I was right on the three tutties. I was right about the two picks, and we won by fucking 30, 31, whatever it was. Crazy. Absolute Monster performance for my boys. Could not be prouder. Now, you look at Baltimore, and Lamar Jackson hasn't played football in three weeks. By game time, it would be three weeks Yeah. since Lamar Jackson went out there. And I think in the first quarter especially, that's going to be seen a little bit. Yes, will be mm-hmm. fresh in the sense of his legs. I think he's going to come out a little rusty. I think the first quarter, first half, goes back and forth, back and forth. Um, Mark Andrews is back, by the way, which scares the living shit out of me. Expect 100-plus yards from him. Call on that right now. Um, and I think the Texans are going to have problems covering covering their tight ends. That being said, Ravens go up third quarter. Texans come streaming back fourth quarter. I have to take my boys on the road here. People keep doubting us. This is the best team in the NFL. My question to you is, why can't we beat this team at this point? Why not us? Well, you see, I'm yeah, taking no, the that's, Texans a, by that's a good mentality to have. It's just... Here's the thing, how you talked about how Lamar hasn't played in three weeks. This Ravens team, while they've been the best in the NFL, they were also one of the most banged-up teams in the NFL. 
They needed this rest, and now they have essentially everybody coming back healthy. And I think that one of the Harbaugh brothers won a natty this year. The other one wants to win a fucking Super Bowl. So I, I, I think I think my Texans got it. I really do. I think Stroud plays really well. If he doesn't turn the ball over, I think my Texans got it. If you I'm do, taking congrats, a big going to Baltimore. They're oh, I believe zero oh and seven. They've never won a game in that stadium in their entire life. Zero oh and seven or zero oh and nine in Baltimore. Times are changing. Stroud's coming to your house and walking out with a fucking victory. Texans win. Yeah. There's your homer pick. Now also, I get if that to make happens, a, there's, there, Well, you make it. You made a homer pick. Now I chance. get to make a homer pick. Also, if that happens, there's a good chance I'm going to the AFC Championship game. Just there maybe, maybe. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you? I mean, it's a way, so it costs some money. But yeah. well, I mean, it costs some money either way. Yeah, but if you're a home game and you got season tickets, uh, you're, yeah. The tickets well, I mean, you still bad. pay for the playoff tickets. Trust me. I know. I, I there's been about three times where I in my life where I know how it works. I understand, but it is a lot more expensive to travel than to not travel. Oh well, yeah, buy tickets at yeah. the opposing stadium. So yeah. Anyways, but, I'm taking the Texans. You just made a homer pick. Now I get to make a homer pick. We got the Packers going into San Francisco against the 49ers. Uh, congrats, Green Bay. But let's just take a little sneak peek here, Swank. Okay, just hear me out, okay? Okay. Let's talk about the past four times the 49ers have played the Packers in the playoffs. Okay? Past four times. Okay? Here okay. we go. Last year, actually, yeah, no, two years ago in the divisional round, Robbie Gold walks in against the number one seed Green Bay Packers and hits a game-winning field goal. And in his post-game presser, he says, Chicago, that was for you. San Francisco 49ers, uh, the NFC Championship game in 2020, beat them down by 17. The NFC wildcard game in 2014, Niners beat them by three. And lastly, the NFC divisional game, the 49ers beat them by 14. This 49ers team, if you look back at their history, like back in the 90s, the Packers had their number. And now the 49ers have their number. And they have had it for years. And I think that the 49ers are going to go in there in their house. It's usually in Lambeau. It's in their house this time. And they are going to fucking smack this team. They are going to smack them right in the face. Brock Purdy is going to drop his nuts on the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> if they somehow win, I'm just going to cry myself to sleep and lock myself in my room. And that's really it. But yeah, it's big. You seem visibly upset when Green Bay was smacking the shit out of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, looks like Green Bay now can maybe run the North. I think you... Uh, your head coach came in and said you're going to take the North, and or Ryan Poles, excuse me, you're going to take the North and never give it back. That has not even come close to happening yet. In hell, you got the. Oh my God! He came into the Chicago the Bears when they were the worst team in the fucking NFL. It takes fucking just, time. Don't don't drop that quote then. At that time, come on now, bro. The Lions are good. The Packers. And that are was actually our GM, which our GM in one offseason. You guys are still the worst team in the in the. Uh, our NFC GM North. in one offseason brought us four more wins, and now this year we are set to have one of the best offseasons in NFL history for the second year in a row. Sweet! So, Congratulations, Green Bay is you rolling. Four bro. more four more wins on next year, and you win the division. 
That's not how that works, but okay. It really is. Uh, if you improve, Green Bay is Green rolling. Again. Green Bay is rolling. Green Bay is rolling. Jordan Love. Woo. What did I tell you earlier this season, man? You He's wanted to write that motherfucker off. He's a fucking off. cheater, scumbag. Oh, my. You wanted to write Jordan Love off so fast. And I said, well, yeah, no, I still am writing him off. He's playing some ball. He's playing uh, it, the, the one person that I give credit to is Matt LaFleur. That's the person Come who I'm on, giving a bro. lot of credit to. One I give credit to fucking. It's Jordan really Love. easy to play quarterback when your wide receivers are wide open every single play. Oh, it is. Come on, man. They're You're scheme, telling me they got some stuff. They've run wide this over there? somehow for 30 years. For 30 years, That's, they have run these same plays and they're the wide open take. every single time. It's the truth. You watch the fucking game. You watch the fucking game and you saw every single time there is somebody wide open every single time. He made a couple good throws. Were there too, man? Jordan no, he Love made a couple phenomenal. good throws. He did. He made a couple good throws. More than a couple good throws. He but most of the time, they're wide rating. fucking open. They're wide fucking open every single time. But yeah, forty niners huge. Fuck the Packers. wide receivers not be open to throw the ball? That's forty niners huge. Man. Fuck the Packers. They're a bunch of scumbag cheaters. It's that simple. That that is a that's a bad understand. take. You wouldn't understand. I would understand. Jordan Love is balling out. No other team would understand it. Except for maybe oh, God. the Ravens Bad and the take. Steelers, because that's the second best rivalry this. in football. Let me Nobody else this. will understand it. The Packers are playing good ball. Jordan Love's playing phenomenal. I think this is a closer game than people think. I'm still going to take the Niners out home. Good. I think it's going to be closer than people think. Good. Give me the Niners by seven. Good. Okay. Wait, you need to give your flowers. The only other two fan bases that understand it are the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's it. The, because those are the two biggest rivalries in the NFL. Those are the two other teams that understand it. Nobody else does. That's the truth of it at the end of the day. All right. Not true. Bucks lions Bad take. Okay. It's the truth. Two best rivalries in the league. They get it as much as we do. That's you just, just gotta, how You got to give credit where it's due, man. Love's playing great. No. All right. There could be the greatest football player to ever walk on the face of the earth or the greatest baseball player to ever walk on the face of the earth. But if he's wearing a St. Louis Cardinals jersey or a Green Bay Packers jersey, he doesn't fucking exist. And that's just the way it is. And that's how Chicago fans are. And if you don't like it, it's a douchebag move. Fuck off. We don't like you. It's that simple. That's just how it is. That's that's the way it is. This is why why nobody wants to see the Bears succeed. Yeah. No, exactly. That's not true. Uh, it's true. Why do you think a lot of the people are like, oh, the Texans are pretty fun to watch. Look at that culture over there. A quote from got, the greatest shit. A quote from one of the best head coaches ever and one of the best NFL announcers after ever, Mr. John Madden. The NFL is better when the Chicago Bears are playing good football. That's the truth. It's the truth, man. Well, it seems like the NFL hasn't been better for a long fucking time then. Yeah, only four years <laughs> ago. That was it. They won the division four years ago. Let's go. Let's move on. Let's go. Bucks Lions. Um, I really got nothing for this fucking game. I mean, it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a very I think this might I think this has an opportunity to be the best game of the weekend. Bucks Lions. I what I meant by I don't have anything is I don't know who the fuck I'm picking. Yeah. I don't well, it's know. It's in Detroit. The most ex- I believe it's the most expensive divisional round game ever. It is. The cheapest seats in the house are seven hundred dollars. Holy fuck. Yep. Apparently, that's what that's what one of my buddies told me last night, who's a big lines guy. Let me see. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I'll actually look it up right now. 
Detroit Lions on StubHub. I'm using StubHub for reference. Um, standing room only four hundred ninety nine dollars. That's standing unbelievable. Standing room. That's unbelievable. Good for Detroit, yeah. man. They deserve the cheapest this. seats are five hundred twenty five dollars, and that's without fees. With fees, that's fucking six fifty. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Lions here. And I think after that, oh, with fees, yeah, no, with fees, it's around seven hundred dollars per seat. Yeah, that crazy, two hundred dollars in fees. I'm gonna roll with Detroit here. Um, great win over the Rams. Yes, the Bucks played well against the Eagles, but let's be real here: the Eagles could have lost to maybe anybody. So, um, I think Baker Mayfield's little run is over. Great little run by Baker. Kudos. Um, but I think the Lions get it done at home. Pure and simple. Yeah, I'm going to go with D-Town, too. I think that D-Town goes in there. Um, if it was anybody else, I'd pick against them. Like, if they were playing the fucking 49ers, I think, or the Cowboys, I think they would have got killed. Um, but the energy at Ford Field is going to be fucking nuts. I'd love to see Baker go in there and do his job because I really like the energy that Baker has. He's been one of my favorite players for a long time. But I'll be rooting for the Bucks. but I got the lines in this one. Yep, fair and, enough. And the last game of the weekend, probably the best game of the weekend. We've seen this game so many times, and every single time in the playoffs, it has been at Arrowhead, but this time, it's in Buffalo, the Chiefs against the Buffalo Bills. Patrick Mahomes, first road playoff game. First road playoff game. He's had every single playoff game at home. I saw that the other day. I saw that two days ago, and I was like, how the fuck is this possible? Isn't it? I swear to God that I've seen him play on the road in the playoffs before, but no. Yeah, yeah, you have, because it's been the Super Bowl. Exactly. He's never played on the road in the fucking playoffs. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Unreal. Unreal. What do you think? I have no idea who to call in this game. My whole it. thing is, and I, I and I know we're going to have the same pick. I, I'm going to have to go with Buffalo. Mahomes on the road, I think, was going to be a little startled. It's going to be fucking freezing up there. The Bills crowd is going to be rowdier than it's ever been, maybe in its history. To me... Plain and simple, the Chiefs do not have enough firepower to compete. Oh. That's it. So not like enough weapons in the, the trap, the buddy. We're falling in the trap. I, I, I'm not riding the Bills to go no. win the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, we're, we're falling in the trap, though. On a, we no, are right not. now. On a game-to-game basis, the Buffalo Bills are a better team right now than the Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs, for sure. I'm wow. taking Buffalo. They should win. I haven't seen nothing from Kansas City that makes me think that they can go all the way this year. I got Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo too. And I think that the whole AFC out of besides the Baltimore Ravens, I think the one team in the wild card that like teams were like scared against is the Bills because they their energy right now is unbelievable. It, they they look like a they've looked like a brand new team over the past 7 weeks. They look like the Rams during the end of the regular season. Completely turned it around. They look fresh. The Bills look fresh. And I think that's just the team that the AFC that they don't want to play. Ever since the uh, the comments from the head coach, yeah, metaphor, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. No, ever since they fired their offensive coordinator, I know about that. Yeah, but ever since they fired their offensive coordinator is when this ship changed, and now it has. And Buffalo is playing with vengeance, and I think they go in there and they get a big win versus Kansas City. This time, not in Kansas City, in Buffalo. There you go. So I got. Texans, Bills, AFC Championship. Can't not believe I'm saying that right now. And Niners, Lions, NFC Championship. I got Niners, Lions, and Ravens, Bills. I really don't. I think it's going to be a pretty chalk weekend. No, no upsets. 
Texans are getting the upset, bro. It's going to happen. I really don't think so. And if so, they but... do, I'm going crazy on this show. Yeah, crazy. you go crazy. Don't I can already kind of go again. crazy. And don't oh, I'm right, texting though. your dad again. I'm texting your dad. I don't know why, because we don't talk shit to you guys. You guys talk shit to us. You cap, instigate. That's Cap. You uh, instigate. You're an instigator. I can pull up these chats right now, dude. He's an instigator. I can pull him up right You're a fucking instigator, man. Anytime the Texans lost and your Bears won, always. I'm like, okay. Wow. Wow. Look where we are now. Wow. Pascal Siakam traded from the Toronto Raptors to the Pacers to join Tyrese Halbatron. That's what I just call him. I I fuck up his last name. That's big. That's really big. It is big. Dude, the NBA has been fun. I've been watching a decent amount. I mean, I was watching the fucking playoffs. It sucks, bro. It sucks. If the Bulls make the playoffs, I'll go to a game, man. I'll go to a fucking game. They're not making the playoffs. They blow. No, Kobe White's been balling out like crazy, dude. Kobe White's been. Oh, and Lonzo Ball, right? (laughs) Yeah, which he's back next year. So Next year. How are the Rockets? Actually, not bad. Yeah, you guys are in the same exact spot as the Bulls. Dude, I don't give a flying shit about the NBA. I don't yeah, you could you could say the Rockets are the worst team in the NBA and I would not care. But when you were younger and the Rockets had James Harden and they were winning, you were the biggest Rockets fan in the world. Damn straight, wow. I was a young kid. Wow. And then I realized that the NBA is just a joke. Nah, the NBA can be fun. It can be fun. Yeah, money on it's fun basketball. And it's fun to actually go. Anything's fun with money on it. Well, no, it's fun to actually go to the games too. Being there is actually fun. Yeah. Like if I had to pick any other team in Chicago to have season tickets for, it would probably be the Bulls. I enjoy watching them, but that's going to do it for us. Um, enjoy your fucking divisional round weekend, people. Have a good time. Be safe. Um, enjoy good football. Go Texans. Texan down. How about that this week, Connor? Huh? What is your guys Texan like down. saying? What is your actual like? Do you have like a saying or anything? Like, you know, Not Lions really. got one pride. Bears have bear down. Like For the H is like our thing. Kind for of. The H, that and Bulls on parade. For the H is kind of good stuff. Go Texans. Enjoy your weekend. Yep. See you guys. Deuces.